Uh, welcome to the Appascot podcast. <laughs> okay, thank you, thank you very much. Appreciate it. Appreciate you for having me on. Appreciate yeah, it. nice. Uh, we're gonna talk about stand standing out in the African community. Standing out. Alright, cool. Oh yeah. First of all, every person should stand out anyways in general. But um, I mean, I mean, like, I mean that as like an individual. I feel like every individual should aspire to like stand out, right? Or well, in the African community, I feel like st- I wouldn't necessarily say stand out because I feel like, in a way, standing out is kind of uh, it's kind of being a downfall. You don't really do well if you only have like one standout person to get. Right. Well, um, I feel like I'm more on the side of um, developing a mindset that allows all of us like excel in our own individual ways. You get. Because standing out, I associate standing out as crab in the bar mentality. With like crab in the bar mentality, you get. Mm-hmm. Whereas like that one person is up there, you know, he's skeptical. Who is going to come and take his spot? Like, you get what I'm saying? But as opposed to like having this mindset where like you know you're fighting for a collective goal, and eventually everybody's doing well in their own like without anyone wanting to depend on anyone. You get, and everyone is happy. So the idea of standing out, um, I don't know what context you mean, but standing out, nah, not really. I don't really, uh, I believe like as a community in general, I believe we need to stand out. And if you mean stand out from that perspective, then I think it's very important for black people to step up because, um, first of all, you have to check back the history, you have to check everything we've suffered, you have to check in, in fact, look at you, you're the example of yourself. Why is it important for you to stand out? You're a black man. You're tr- like you constantly have like you know problems every every day. Even apart from just being African. And then now you're African. In the sense of being African, you know, you're you're looking at your own country and you're here. So it's like almost you you have problems here, you're like racism, all that kind of bullshit going on. And then you have problems in Nigeria. Well, for example, Niger- exact, exact, exactly in Nigeria, where there's corruption and shit. So you mean like? Do you get what I'm saying? Like I'm saying yeah, like as in, like you feel like there's 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 struggles either way as like a black person or an African. All I'm trying to say is that like, um, what was my what, I lost my train of thought. I was going to say something. Yeah, um, as a black man, um, we go through a lot of struggles here, definitely, um, and the racism and all of that. So of course, um, that should push you off to stand up to stand out, anyways. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Like yeah. that should be uh, an added motivation to be like, you just want to be free because, like, I feel like honestly, being a black man, like, yeah, everything is all free, but like, individually and mentally, we're not really free like that because we always want to make sure somebody's not is not judging us this way. Or make sure so we don't have this stereotype. Like we're not just allowed to just be black people for just being black people. Yeah. Right. You're, you're, you're in like in your life. You're always trying to like make sure that you're not, uh, you're not, you're not fitting this narrative, or you want to fit this narrative. Like there's always something you want to be, as opposed to like other races who just do their own stuff. You know. So yeah. I think that should be an added motivation for you to stand out really. Yeah. I mean. Um, yes, me as well. Um, I understand what you mean by it should be a collective and it shouldn't be standing out as in one person should be on top and everybody exactly. else on top and it should be more of um, um, 
a group type thing. Is that what you are saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It should be more of a group type thing because, like, standing out as an individual is like it's not really it's not really constructive for a community because he always has like his own problems, and as opposed to other like cultures, like he, he deeply affects our own culture, like that one that one brother that's in charge, like first first black professor what was the first black professor right okay you know what i'm saying as right. opposed to like oh we have a bunch of scholars who are from nigeria mm. you know what i'm saying so yeah like that, that 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 just that those kind of stuff is just like it should be an added motivation for you just be like you know what i want to change this narrative and i want to like i want my community to stand up as opposed to standing out but I suppose I, you can only I, I you it. can only help people if you help yourself. Yeah. Right. I understand what you mean now. You're yeah. you're, you're saying that um, if you are a black person, you should be wanting to promote the African culture and the community. Yeah. Yourself. Is that what, that's what you. Yeah, 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 yeah. You should always be about like okay, okay. Now I'm here. How can I? How can the black? How can the next black person be here? Right. Got it. As got opposed it. to. I mean, like at the end of the day, you don't have to yeah, solve everybody's problems, but like just subconsciously, you just have to have that like subconsciously in your head, like you know, like okay, I'm here now. I need somebody like me that looks like that has to be here. Alright, cool. I, I want like just just to be comfortable and free in society. Really. Mm. And I think when we have more of that, then black people are more confident, and every like everybody just lives in harmony. That like, there's more respect. Mm. Community and nobody can really disrespect us anymore. Mm, that's true. I agree. Yeah. I agree with that. I agree with that. Um, the next one was, who stops us from standing up? You know, what I mean, um, no, because every in the African community, let's say we want to start something, and then um, who who are usually the culprits that kind of want to pull us down and say that we can't do this? And um, for example, um, Malcolm X, um, everybody knows about him. Um, his teacher said to him that when he wanted to become a lawyer or something at that level, his teacher said to him, and that doesn't happen to people like you. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah. uh, so who stops us? You know what I mean? Who stops mm. us while growing up? I do believe that nobody stops us. That we can just go for. You know, during I think no what stops us is our mindset. Right. Is our mental that stops us, right? We suffer from all this like PTSD and trauma like in society every day. That has just kind of like stopped us from like aspiring to be what we can aspire be like. So I'll give an example. I want to start a restaurant right and right now. Okay. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Um if it's so sad, but if I limit my target audience to just Africans, I won't succeed. Mm. But if I limit it to like the whole culture, I will succeed, right? Okay. Problem with that is because we don't believe in ourselves so much. Like we, so, like sometimes it's not even intentional. We just have it, like we just have it in our head. We're like, nah, we can't actually do this. This, this can't actually work. Like we're always looking for the negatives in our stuff, as opposed to looking at the positive. And like, like when it comes to other people or other or like other races, they're always looking at positive from their own stuff to make it bigger. While us, we're looking at the negatives and then we just keep inflicting self-pity to that negative and we just stay in the same place, really. Mm. And 
I think that's really what stopped her. I think it's like a, it's the mental trauma we suffered for so long. Unless we start like admitting that yo, we have all these traumas. Okay, how the hell do we start? You know, how do we how do we address all these issues? Feel comfortable expressing like express yourself like emotionally. Like, how do we go back to just being normal human beings again? You get what I'm saying? Right. Like, I think when we get to that aspect. That's when I don't think I don't think anyone will be able to like stop us because I don't believe anyone can stop us. I just think even if it's the case where someone is stopping us, I would imagine they're using our disadvantage to their advantage. So, yeah. But yeah. I don't think anyone can really stop us from standing up. Yeah, no one can really stop it. That's very true. So. How about standing out in terms of, you know, um, let's say in the African community, you know, most people in the African community can go either go through being a doctor or engineer or you know, those type, types of routes. Um, and there's not a lot of people in different fields, you know, I mean, not just the arts and um, different types of fields. There's not that many Africans in there. Um, why do you think that is? Is it because we don't want to go there or do you think it's because we for example let's say there's somebody in the African community they mostly see people succeeding being a doctor or engineer and then they want to try something else or because everybody else is sort of doing well in this area they might just decide nah I'm not going to go this way I want to go the way everybody else is going how do you think that can be solved, you know, how do you think somebody like um, that decide to want to stand out? Again, man, bro, it's, it's our mental conditioning again, right? right? Because, like, I mean, I didn't day, like, before all this colonialism or everything happened, like, before all this separatism, I think, um, we're very, like, we're very, like, laborers, like, hands-on, like, hands-on people, right? And, okay. gradually, not even apart from colonialism, like the way the world has changed. I guess wealth wealth is rich right now, right? Well, to rich <laughs> billionaires and all that kind of stuff. But to like, uh-huh. for me and you, like working class people like coming up right now, um, okay. we see money as riches, right? Mm-hmm. And our friends, like growing up as well, they saw stuff like that. And reason why, reason why I think this is happening in terms of like oh you have to be a doctor all that kind of stuff because like because of how the world has changed right now that's the only way you can succeed right like you can, you can only make good amount of money to buy wealth like being a lawyer uh doctor all that kind of stuff. well that's what the world has made us believe even though it's not true because we all know that's not true right but mm-hmm. legitimately the, the settings of the world has changed and now being a doctor, that's when you get more money and like all these traditional traditional professions mm-hmm. uh were, were considered to be like the welfareers. That's an appearance mm-hmm. generation. But then now what we fail to understand is because our parents, well our grandparents did that, our parents did that, like that was the that was the norm their own lifestyle, in their own life, right? Mm-hmm. So now coming up to us now where you know being a doctor's cool and all that, we have the internet now. Mm-hmm. Right? And we're very creative on the internet, and we're seeing different ways of making money. 
from doing anything you like as opposed to just being a doctor lawyer and stuff mm-hmm. problem with african parents is i mean to today africa is still playing catch up with technology right mm-hmm. and they they came from a country where technology wasn't like really the big thing to like fall through and they came here so they still have that like nigerian mentality and that nigerian mentality worked for them right for us, we're born into this technology and we see the world completely different from how it I mean, not even the technology, but we're just born in this country where, like, we see the world completely different from how our parents would traditionally see it. Right. And that's, I feel like, it's something that you can't really accept because, you know, your elders always feel like, yeah, we, we know better than you. Yeah, of course, yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? They, mm-hmm. they can't really accept the fact that, like, yo, internet is going to give you money. Being a responsible person, is being a doctor and because being a doctor as well it comes with this stigma you know like us as africans like statue is always big right mm-hmm. and the mental conditioning of our african society is if you're a lawyer you're a responsible person in society if you're a doctor you're a responsible person in society and the idea of being responsible is so like it's so innate everybody loves to like have that mm-hmm. that's why they like to enforce it it's just it's just that it's just their mental conditioning really that makes you like a very hard barrier to like jump over if you get what i mean yeah i get what you mean yeah that yeah. Again, i went really deep it was just a simple question but yeah like i i think i think i think that's i think it's the mental conditioning that makes that like a stigma i think especially in the black black society yeah definitely i agree i agree um well and um, so are there examples of people who have ex- succeeded in standing out no, um, in the African community, who, who uh, do you know who started and Well, African community, like worldwide, or UK, Nigeria, where you saying? Everywhere, you know, we're all Africans. We all come from there. So, um, uh, Jay Z. But that's my biggest like hero of like Jay Z, because okay. Um, he makes being black very cool. Okay. <laughs> um, fella. Fela, to me, Fela stood out because not because Fela stood out, made Africa stand out, African music stand out. Mm, true. That's like that's my idea of standing out. Like, it's not just oh yeah, you did uh you did something. Like someone like Fela created like a genre, and now everybody can be a millionaire from just copying that genre. So that's standing out to me. Mm-hmm. Um, who would I say stands out to me? Um, like, I think all these like look like my local hero. I don't know, like Thomas Sankara. I don't know if you know him. No. Um, he was like a he was a he was a he was president. He was president of an African of, of an African country. Can't remember. What, I can't remember what African country was. Anyway, but he was a uh, he, he was very good. He fought, he fought for freedom, fought for everything, and his whole ideology was amazing. So he made the idea, he made he made people realize that your freedom is like he stood up pretty much explaining why freedom was beneficial. And now and now they understand that yeah they had to be, like he understood that they had to be free from like from the French people and stuff. So that stands out to me. Like the idea of like just helping everyone else, but you're still in the limelight. I love that. Nelson Mandela, I guess. Mm-hmm. All the stuff. You know, people that stand up to me. Yeah. Even like um, Haley Selassie as well. Haley Selassie. 
Um, to be honest, like I, I know I don't really know about him. What what did he do? How did he stand up? He was the Ethiopian em- emperor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Rastas, so you know the Rastas dreadlocks and stuff like that, and they were inspired by him because he comes. They say he comes from the same dynasty as Solomon from the Bible. Oh, really? Yeah, and Solomon is connected to King David. Who is then connected to Jesus Christ? So a lot of people call him the Messiah, and Selassie the, the Messiah. <laughs> you say the idea of religion, I mean, giving us the idea of black Jesus. Jesus looks like yeah, black. Yeah, yeah. Fair yeah. enough. Fair, fair, fair. Yeah, yeah, that's how they see Selassie, and he also um, stopped a lot of Italians from conquering Ethiopia. Ethiopia. Yeah. Yeah. So Ethiopia was one of the ones who didn't get. Yeah, one of the African countries that never got colonized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, he's he's a pretty cool guy. And Kanye West as well, you know, hate him or love him. Kanye West is actually a really good example. So, okay. Uh, Why? Well, a lot yeah. of people hate him, but because I have, I have I have mixed feelings with Kanye. But yeah, I want to hear. Why 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 does he stand up? Well, the thing about Kanye is, though he's there's a lot of crazy stuff. What I like about him is he's not afraid of being unpopular. Saying something unpopular, you know what I mean? Okay. Yeah, that's what I like about. I hear, I hear, I hear, I hear that still. That's that's pretty cool. Cool perspective to have. And he he doesn't mind um saying how he feels. And I think that's really really strong because that's a very that's something that a lot of Africans because we are naturally docile. I mean we don't really like to speak up and fact, fact, that. Fact. So when you see somebody who is not afraid to speak up and you know just go his own way. Um, I think it's quite inspiring, you know, he does say some crazy stuff, you know what I mean, and, you know, he, he bites himself, but, shoots himself in, the, in, in his own foot, but, at the end of the day, as long as he can go home and say that, I said what I wanted to say and how I felt, you know, I think it's, it's okay, and I think a lot of children can actually look up to some, somebody like that, you know, because yeah. that was kind of the same thing, you know, it was kind of the same way. Was, I, I hear that actually in terms of like even confidence as well. I think um, as a black as a black person, like you know, like, damn, like so it's okay. It's normal for me to like speak to express myself. That's pretty cool. Fair enough. It's a cool perspective to have, Kanye. Because me, I just nah, I'm not I'm not really a fan of him. But then I didn't really realize that like he actually impacted. He probably might have impacted me in just being like free speech. That I'm not like, gonna stop. Enough. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think he's he's a yeah, I he's one of them. And obviously, fella Kuti for me as well. And because you know the story about him making that song called Zombie. Yeah. You know I mean, like that's bold. Right. Especially at that time in my career, when I see something, you can go down. Quickly. <laughs> yeah. Quickly. Yeah. Exactly. On site. Yeah. Rapid, rapid fire. Yeah. 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 He's in he's in history books now, so exactly, you know, you made the idea of you know, making music cool, um, speaking up, standing up for your right. Don't Bob Marley is probably one of mine as well. Yeah. You know, standing up for your right. Don't don't let like you're not you're not lesser than anyone, and you're not greater than anyone. You're just you're all equal. Mm. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so so have you got like sort of like something you can tell people like no that for Scots. You know, um, you know, let's say anybody's watching this and maybe they're afraid to go out there and, and be them. 
No, what can you say to them? Um, yeah, I mean, just, I mean, one of my biggest things is just creating culture. Creating right. a culture will be beneficial for us being economically, like, competitive amongst, like, society in, in, um, in the UK and Scotland in general, to be mm. fair. Because if you have a culture, uh, we don't have to depend on the government for business schemes and all that. Because mm. as a community, we'll be able to provide ourselves that. Um, businesses will flourish because if you create a culture where our food is cool, um, <laughs> people will buy it. If we create a culture where we make our music cool, people mm. listen to it, and whoever is a rapper, it's going to be a rapper and you make money off it. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, it's a great opportunity for us if we create a culture. That's something we need to do right now. I feel like the London, like, the Southerners have done it already, even the South. You know what I'm saying? Like, grand is cool now, everyone is making money from it. Like, why can't Scotland do it? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, man, we need, we need to do that so that we can be economically, like, liberated. If not, we just have to keep applying to IPS, JP Morgan, and uh, leaving in our postcodes, and they say, yeah, that's the black neighborhood, and all that negative stigma is going to affect us. Uh, but if we want to be rich, that's what we need to do. If we want to be a very, if we want to be a better generation than our parents, that's what we need to do. So yeah, that's my that's my best advice. <laughs> Love. It's funny how I can give advice to people and I can't even give advice to myself. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And no, and yeah. even if you look at kind of other cultures as well, like and the, like Jewish people. They are very like interconnected. You know what I mean, they Asians. Just even closest thing to us here. Like, look at Asians. Every store they have, every store, every business, radio station, schools, mosque, wherever they have their own stuff. They don't mm. have nothing. Don't like us, we don't spend our money in the Asian shop. Um, we go to McDonald's. Um, <laughs> then we go to the Italian for fancy date night. We go to the Italian restaurant. <laughs> um, to buy to buy our own clothes, we go buy Balenciagas and all that. Like mm. <laughs> we can make so like fashion, for example. If you have a culture, look at your own brand, Afro Scott Design. Mm. That can be just as big as Gucci. It sounds mm. funny. It sounds so funny, but like, why can mean Why can Afro Scott not be as big as Supreme or some or, or stuff like that? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. We, we have like we make Balenciaga cool. I get that. Yeah. No, it's true. But like, we make Balenciaga cool. We make Gucci cool. Look, we, they're all cool. We can make us cool too. So like, we can all like if after if after Scott like brand is as big as that, you need um you need creative directors, you need um camera people, you need. And these are all probably black people because these are people that you can't you probably come in contact with daily, right? Mm. You need um you need managers for your brand, you need directors of your seat, like you need security, like you need so many like these are these are black men giving you jobs, like they're paid well. Mm. You know? Like so much. We just need to create a culture, like that's what I think. Oh, I see. Really need to create, yeah. To make our own music, our own Scottish hip hop or whatever. It sounds mm. funny now, but like it's lit though. If you actually like, if you pay attention to it, it, it is actually lit. It's very, it's good music. 